Hey guys, it's Rob. And this week in Awesome, podcast about loving Transformers and having fun stuff. It's been kind of a weird week for me. Uh, I've said a few times already I'm moving. As in, next weekend I'm moving. Um, so, you know, the past month or two has been just crazy of doing all sorts of stuff and you know, with my work hours, a lot of my packings had to wait till the weekend and stuff like that. Just, uh, it's been a hectic move and it hasn't even happened yet. But to give it a preface, there won't be an episode of Being Awesome next week because I'm moving and I can tell you guys right now, I'm not going to have time to record one. So my apologies, but I'll be back week after with a brand new episode in a new place. For the video viewers, there's a pile of pants laying on a laundry basket behind me. My normal state of disarray is amplified by all this. Old time viewers might recognize that as my former co-star from RTM1 from when Brian's first attempt at me turning my little pre-recorded segment into a show of its own. You know, when I first went to Night Shift and had to start doing pre-recorded stuff for RFC, we had the bright idea to spin it off into a show of its own as a YouTube thing. And a couple of months later we made it a segment again because I liked being on the show. <laughs> and he liked having me on the show. And, you know, I was doing Q&A, which I do now. But we spun it off to a show again. This time it's much more successful. So, yeah. Uh, first things first. It's an old joke. Um, today on the way home from work, you know, I did my Friday... Friday morning habitual stop at Walmart and poke around for a minute. Now tomorrow, if I don't have to work on Saturdays, I usually stop again. I guess it's just sort of my victory dance, like the week's over. And usually by Fridays, I'm crashing hard. So what I do is buy myself a six-pack of NOS uh, energy drinks. Because it's like $5 for a six-pack of NOS. And if I bought two energy drinks at the gas station or Walgreens by work, it would be like $6. So, you know, I poke, up, poke around the toys and all that. And I got some more Minicons. I found a Beast Box and a Rat Bat. Really excited. You know, earlier uh, last weekend when I got out to the store, I got a Sand Sting and Velocirazor. These guys have new names and they're crazy. These guys, the ones I'm holding, don't have new names. These are old G1 names. Uh, the other ones are new names, uh, and they're a little. Sometimes it takes me a while to remember them. And I also found uh, some Clash of the Transformers toys. You know, Toys R Us had the whole a setup of them, and I grabbed the, the Legion 2 packs because, as everyone knows, love me some Legends and Legions. And these new ones are great. Optimus is in a white 
blue and red deco which looks really good on that design and he comes with Megatronus who has got such an awesome design I wish he had a different name so there wouldn't be any confusion but I understand why they did it I mean he's the fallen and it's a good way to have Megatron without being Megatron but with that design he could be Overlord or somebody Gigatron and it'd be great but it's okay and you know, I was looking at the uh, before I I'm getting ahead of myself. The bumblebees in a uh, deco looking like his power armor from the show. And what's cool is when I first saw the pictures online, I didn't notice under is it underbite. Uh, um, as usual, I'm crashing to sleep as I'm doing this. I'm trying to not fall asleep while I record this week. Um, at first, I didn't notice his repaint. I just thought it was the same. They just repackaged the same toy. I was totally wrong. He's painted like an Eva unit. And that's really nice looking. It looks better than his normal deco. God, I love the Robots in the Skies line. It's so much fun. It's so cool. And before anybody starts off with the. This is so confusing. They used Robots in the Skies in 2001. Shut up. Because <laughs> they also used it for a comic book. It was the name of the toy line for the Prime Toys. I think they also used it on Armada packaging. They've used Robots in Skies tagline a lot. It's confusing, but it's not really a reason to hate on something. It's old hat. Um, <laughs> I'm not scared of your cat, Don. But, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm not opening my uh, new toys yet because I'm moving. And it's much easier to throw a package in a box or a bag as opposed to stick the figure in a Ziploc baggie and remember where I put them when I got there. Because I like to kind of keep my new stuff out and my old stuff in boxes. You know, I just kind of cycle through. And, uh, but I'm looking here at Beast Box. And he looks awesome. The web can't, can't pardon me. The Facebook users uh, watching the video version, the webcam's probably not picking him up very well. But I just love this design. I like monkey transformers, I think, because the original Beast Box, I love because of his proportions. I, I think that was like my first. It's not my first third-party toy, but my first since the whole third-party thing became a thing, because actually, funny story, while going through my storage unit, I came across that old Optimus Primal unofficial toy that you could get from Big Lots and whatever. You know, that was, I guess, technically a third-party toy. But, um... And everyone's got that thing. <laughs> but, um, excuse me. Let me get it. So, I guys told you a couple weeks ago about sheer wine, fusion bomb in every bottle. It's almost like drinking Pop Rocks. It's so fizzy. It's delicious. Now, <clears throat> But uh, at a Shardicon 2013, 
you know, there's that summer exclusive that a uh, Captured Prey and Mega Toy Fan had that they're selling at all the summer cons. That was the Beast Box and Box and Squat talking uh, shattered glass colors, and I jumped on that because I was like, okay, cool, that's really cool, you know. And you know, kind of was, <laughs> you know, that toy's been derided a little, and I'll be honest with you, I loved it a lot. I was just kind of disappointed in some of the tolerances around his weapons and joints. It was an unofficial convention toy. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I'm forgiving. But once again, that beast box posturing. And there was a uh, real gear gorilla toy that turned into a, a controller for like an Xbox. Had the same sort of positioning. I think I just like that gorilla robot mode um, stance. I hate to say silhouette, because it's not really a silhouette, it's more like the way they position the gorilla arms. I think I just really like it. I like monkeys anyway. In fact, as I've mentioned before, everyone knows I'm a big horror fan, and I love monster movies, and that includes kaiju movies. And I was literally looking up uh, King Kong, and reading a lot about him the past week, just because it's always fun to, even if stuff you already know, to read different viewpoints or articles that they've written about or whatever. So I guess it all just kind of played in. Of course, I find a gorilla. For a little uh, trivia, everyone knows Optimus Primal was a play off of King Kong. But that uh, 10th anniversary, Optimus and Megatron that came out in the Beast Wars uh, 10th year line, you know, when they made those repaints for Cybertron, it was Optimus Prime and Megatron on the Jungle Planet. That was totally Peter Jackson's King Kong and T-Rex. That's who they were repainted to be, and I thought that was cool. Actually, it was Peter Jackson. Optimus was Peter Jackson's King Kong. He had the scar and the coloration. Megatron was painted into the V-Rex from that movie. You see, in that King Kong... The original King Kong was made in the 30s, and they didn't know as much about dinosaurs as they do now. So by the time they're making the Peter Jackson King Kong movie, they know these dinosaurs are highly inaccurate as to what they should look like. And Peter Jackson just didn't give a single crap. So he pretty much was like, okay, that's not a T-Rex, that's a V-Rex, because that was this monster he made. So... That's stupid trivia that I don't even need to know. But it's, it's fun to know stuff you don't actually need to know. Also this week, my Devastator came in. And I really want to play with them, but like I said, I'm moving. And, you know, if minicons are a hassle, try a two-foot tall combiner. I'm sorry, 18 inches. Someone's going to correct me, you know... Get a life. But, uh, thanks for listening. But, um, yeah. I opened them up just to kind of look and make sure your toys aren't broke, but really want to play with this. It's a nice box. You know what? Let's, let's. I was about to tell you guys a story about when I was at Walmart earlier buying these mini cons. And I'm halfway talking myself in and out of it. <laughs>
basically while I was looking an old lady with a shopping cart walk, crop dusted me walking by and you know how sometimes you smell one and you laugh because it smells so bad it's funny and then sometimes it smells bad and it grosses you out and sometimes it pisses you off and you're like mother oh when you leave I had to run it was like a terror attack on me like what was it mustard gas jeez <laughs> Old ladies go to the hospital. That was not healthy. This week's Q&A. And as you all know, the Q&A question thread is exclusive to the Talk Transformers group on Facebook, which is exclusive partners of being awesome and the best place you can ching Talk Transformers at. Let's see. Let me... Will Hall otherwise known as Trans Fanatics. Our good friend here at Being Awesome in RFC asks, Given the limitations of finding Titan-class Metroplex in stores, do you think Hasbro has learned from that mistake and is going to make Devastator more easily available? I'm going to try to answer this in the most honest and clear way. And trying not to sound like a jerk either. And saying that I'm noticing I need to shave my head, not my face. The beard's a keeper. I'm only pointing out my beard because a guy that's worked at my workplace for about a year now just noticed I had a beard. And it made me very angry. <laughs> I, I've had a beard since the 90s. Now it's changed, but as far as he's known me, it's always been a full facial beard. I don't know what he's been looking at this whole time he's worked there. But the head is getting some Dollar Shave Club, Club attention after I wake up. To go with that, I have a, I prefer to use the uh, shaving cream in a tube as opposed to a can because you get a better shave and it's nicer, your skin's not as irritated and stuff like that. And I've discovered a caffeinated brand of it that has like caffeine and taurine and stuff inside the shaving cream. And at first I bought it out of novelty. And now I'm going to keep using it when I run out. I believe those Pacific Shores makes it, it's, they sell it at Target. The caffeine, of course, doesn't wake you up or give you any perks or invigoration or whatever, but it helps your skin stay from getting, like, red and razor burning and all that. It's just very, very pleasing of a shave. That's one of the reasons I like the shaving cream, because it's a very pleasant experience. Transformers, you guys don't care about hygiene. <laughs> I hope you care about hygiene. You know, wash your ass. But, uh, I'm sorry. Being awesome. Where Rob randomly talks about other things. Uh, Will, back to your question. Um, trying to be as nice as I can without coming up. Because there's no way I can say this without sounding like a dick. And I don't mean to. Because I'm not trying to. Um, results may vary. Being that, I see you saying here, you can hardly find Metroplex. And I see other people saying, he's still warming shelves where they're at. 
so I think it might just depend on your area because you know like I live in the metro Atlanta area in a week I will live in the rural outskirts of Atlanta so my whole shopping pattern is going to change but there's a dark side but I'm watching Tales from the Dark Side later that's like one of my favorite shows um what's going on with my hand here <laughs> um but here in the metro Atlanta area where my shopping experiences or even when I'm in the rural outskirts it's just a little outside of this it's still gonna be the same there's like a shopping center every exit you know and there's a million exits so I have plenty of shopping options and Metroplex is really hit or miss here some stores had them some stores didn't some stores he seemed to sit a while and some stores he went away I haven't had a Costco membership since about maybe 2005 so I don't know how he looked at my local Costco's but everyone seemed to have a pallet of them at their local Costco not to mention it's the year 2015 I bought Devastator online I know he's at local retail stores I bought him online because you know he wasn't at the Toys R Us I went to and I prefer buying toys in person and I like going toy hunting but I've gotten to the point where if I've looked at more than two stores and ordering is just the same price because you know he's free shipping then why am I bothering I'll just be patient and wait so really you know I can understand if you're a kid and your only option is begging for your grandparents when they see the store and hopefully they buy it for you at some point if it's there but for us we can just really order it and you know if you wanna find a good place to order it our Amazon links at uh, TF radio we have one right there you can help support us without paying anything extra you know you know it's it's one of those things where it's just going to vary um, Hasbro reps have pretty much said they're extremely happy with how Metroplex went and you know last year was a movie year this year's not we got Devastator and I believe they stated they're going to try to do some sort of Titan class not Titan series the shampoo bottle guys which I, I'm not deriding I actually kind of like them <laughs> but uh, the Titan class large figures they're going to try to do one about every year or every other year depending on how things work out I think I if I think Metroplex worked out for Hasbro so I don't think it's fair to say it was a mistake being that their game for making more you know um, the availability in your local retail store you've probably heard this a million times and I'm gonna have to say it again Hasbro has nothing to do with a toy being at your Walmart you know let me break down the supply chain how, how it works you know 
Hasbro has the toy produced, boxed, shipped in facilities, and then it gets sent to the customers from their shipping facilities. They're done. After they've sold the toy to the customers and they ship them, they're done. You know. Now, those to depending on your chain, like a local toy store, they're just going to put it right out and sell it as soon as they can. Or like a web store, they'll sell it as soon as they can. A um, big box store has a distribution center. Um, and more than one, they have distribution centers in their regions that break it down for the their stores and their districts, you know. So it really depends on, you know, a toy like Devastator here. Uh, what's his retail? One forty nine. I paid a little less. What um, <laughs> I said, I don't know how much he costs. I think, but his his, his re suggested retail is one forty nine. A Walmart in an area where big ticket items don't move too well. I say one fifty is not really a big ticket item. But for a toy, it is. So at Walmart, where the more expensive toys don't move very well, that district office might be more hesitant to put a case of them there than at the one where it just flies off the shelf, no matter how expensive it is. You know. I think, uh, now this isn't a Titan class figure, but Walgreens. I think they actually from what I was told, you know, I never worked there, but from what I was told, they actually don't send straight up cases of stock to the stores. Like a box of tra a case of transformers that might have say six transformers in it, they'll split that box up between a couple of stores. So if you've ever been in a Walgreens and they're packed shipping, I mean stocking in that toy section, it's just a couple of cardboard boxes with toys in it. You know, it really depends on that store's distribution. You know, how they distribute things and their stocking manager. You know, I was always told Walmart has no control. Their computer does all the ordering. But then I've heard some employees say they get the manager can order. So I think, it, you know, like I said, it just depends on results may vary. But like I said, it's um, 2015. We're, uh, you're listening to me on the internet. We're not strangers to shopping online. And coming from a guy who prefers to buy them in person at a store, it's not really a problem anymore. You know, if you want Minasaur, Motormaster, he's a little hard to come by. I remember seeing him at Walmart once or twice and it was like a weekend, like, I just, the pool, probably more than you guys want to know, winter's a little rough for me. Um, between post-Christmas and tax season, and my work, you know, my work hours slow down just a little in winter. Money tends to be a little tight in January, maybe February. So, by the time Motormaster show, started showing up that wave, I was playing a little catch-up, and it was like, I'll get him next time. I'll get him next time. I'll get him next. I'll get him at another store. Next thing I know, I couldn't find him. So I pre-ordered him on Entertainment Earth because they had a better price. You know, they, they pretty much charged retail for him that you would buy at Walmart. 
plus shipping. So I'm like, okay, that's an acceptable thing because Big Bad Toy Store had a pre-order for 30 for the figure plus shipping. Why do people personal soapbox? <laughs> um, because they're basically getting a refresher case of Wave 2. All the stores were because it was so popular. So while I have this pre-order in, the girlfriend and I go see Jurassic World. Afterwards, we go by Walmart to look at toys. There, there's Motormaster. You know, I grab them, I buy them. Cancel my pre-order. I didn't even stress not being able to find them. Because I knew I could just buy them online. So basically what I'm saying is, don't, don't stress about not being able to find Devastator. The way retail works is at the touch of your finger. On your, you know, just click. You bought it. You know? However long you chose to ship is how long it's going to take for you to get it. So, I think as far as Hasbro's end, they, they're seemingly pretty happy with it. And I think they've learned to make more, which is great for us. And as far as being able to buy it, you can go through our Amazon links. It's a great way to get it. <laughs> That was a great question, uh, Will. Thanks a lot for it. And you guys check out Transfanatics. They post a lot of fun stuff on social media and stuff. Before I go, I'd like to also point out, I know other shows have probably talked about this a lot, but being that being awesome is also about having fun, Splatoon, uh, I think, unless you're living under a rock or just have some unnatural hatred for, you know, Nintendo, Splatoon, you know, it's really a popular game on Wii U. Uh, they're having a Transformers event where it's Autobots versus Decepticons and your squid characters, uh, depending on which side you get, get Autobot or Decepticon t-shirts to wear in the, death, in the uh, multiplayer matches. I don't think it's a death match. But that's really awesome, and there's some really cool uh, promotional art with basically the uh, red characters of Optimus and Mac, uh, Megatronus over the Splatoon background, which is fun paint, paint splatters. I, every, well, I think everyone knows I'm a big Nintendo fan. I haven't bought Splatoon yet. Uh, it's one of those things on my bucket list. I really wish I already had it. And I have no business going out and buying it right now with the uh, expenses of moving. How many times do I want to say moving? <laughs> so... I really want to play it. Hopefully, the uh, outfits are still available by the time I grab it. Because that game looks hella fun, and everyone says it's hella fun. And you add Transformers to the mix. And look, damn it. <laughs> yeah, he has so much money. <laughs> I, I want it so much bad now. <laughs> so cool. So, anyway, thanks everyone for listening and watching, you know, for you guys on Facebook. Uh, being awesome as part of the Radio Free Cybertron family of shows. Um, you can find us on tfradio.net for show, shows and showtimes. Uh, and like I mentioned earlier, if you'd like to help support the network, uh, go through our Amazon links page. Easy way to do it without paying anything extra. Uh, thanks everyone for watching and listening. I'm Rob. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at RoboRobSpringer. I'm actually getting dizzy right now. I...
like I said, it's it's 8.30. I got off at 6, and I need to get some sleep. You know how, like, you start getting disoriented? <laughs> um, I've made the joke before that, and this is true, I don't just go to bed. I can't, People, a lot of people, they go, okay, it's time to go to bed. They lay down, and they go to sleep. I can't do that. I'll if I, I'll just lay there and I'm still awake laying in bed. Like I have to kind of hit my wall, and then I just go to sleep. You know, I have to hit that. I, I literally every day have to hit a wall to go to sleep, and it's not just the energy drinks. There's days I'll go days without drinking. It's more of like a uh, weekend the beginning of the week thing um, for me, and it's really like maybe I might drink two. Friday, if I have to work on a Saturday, which is, you know, random over time, I might drink one or two then. And then the rest of the week, I might drink one a day until I run out of that six-pack, which is usually by Wednesday. So, uh, basically, I'm saying it's, it's not the caffeine. I literally, I just don't go to sleep. I have to be falling asleep to go to sleep. So, every time I'm going to sleep, it's literally... I have to hit my wall or I'm just laying in bed bored. Playing on my phone or something. Playing a game. I hit my wall about five minutes ago. I just noticed my face getting red in the camera, so yeah. In uh, college, um, I remember my roommate had a copy of Marilyn Manson's book and I remember I read it once or twice because it was a pretty good read and um, he had mentioned that when you stayed awake for a day or two your whole perception of reality and mood or I guess the ghostwriter mentioned that changes you see the world differently and different differently and all that I've been awake since 2.30 yesterday afternoon so I haven't quite been up 24 hours yet but he's right when you start hitting your wall and you're falling asleep everything's just kind of weird I'm perfectly sober right now and I'm saying that more to convince myself than you because I feel medicated. <laughs> wow, that was a horrible way to end this week's episode. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for listening. And once again, won't be an episode next week due to moving. But check back here week after for the brand new episode of Being Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, see you then. Wham, bam. Going to bed. Whoa.